How are we called to be set apart and to spend in a way that demonstrates that we believe what Jesus has said? Yes, that outward behavior right. pointing to an inward disposition right. again. Right. So Do many we times. look like the world around us? Yeah. Or is there something different? And that does again doesn't mean we need to be destitute. It doesn't mean that we need to live in poverty. It doesn't mean that we can't have nice things. Mm-hmm. But how are we making the choices that we make? Yeah. And is stewardship even a conversation yeah. at all? This episode of Beyond Sunday is sponsored by the Pime Missionaries. The Pime Missionaries are Catholic priests and brothers changing lives and sharing the merciful joy of Christ with those who need it most through the Pime Sponsorships at a Distance program. Become a Pime sponsor today and bring lasting change to the life of a child, youth, person living with disabilities, or a seminarian. Learn about the impact that you can have at pimeusa.org 52 sponsorships. Welcome to Beyond Sunday, a podcast for parents like us, striving to weave that Sunday experience into the everyday moments of our week. I'm your co-host, Nicole Joyce. And I'm your other co-host, Rocky McCormick. Gather those nickels and dimes and brush off those talent show routines and join us today as we talk, laugh, and reflect upon our experiences raising Catholic families and discovering God within our everyday lives. Hey, Nicole. What up? Uh. It's still summer. It's summer. Summer. We're in like there's the 104 87th. days of summer vacation. <gasps> I was gonna say we're in like the 87th Sunday oh, of ordinary right. time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I went Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb. I love our them. kids. Have been rewatching those lately. I yeah. do love them. I don't think Perry gets enough love. He doesn't. Perry's the best. I know. Although I do like Doofenshmirtz. Mm. I call her youngest Doof. That's adorable. So Rocky, do you have any unusual talents? Define unusual. Like, I, maybe something where someone would say that is definitely not a talent. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the fact that I'm a comedian in my own mind? <laughs> yes, I would say your comedic talent is unusual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure my family would agree with you, Nicole. I'm no Jen Fulweiler. Oh, she's great though. She mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. How about you? What's your unusual talent? Um, I tell my kids that I can say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious backwards. Oh. Just like Mary Poppins in the movie. Docious expialistic fragile Kelly Rupus. Oh. They don't like it. They say that it's not it's not accurate. Okay. I was like, but that's how Mary Poppins says it. Well I mean Mary Poppins is practically perfect in every way. (laughs) But anyway, today we are not going to be on a jolly holiday with Mary Poppins. Sad. It is sad. No jumping into chalk paintings. That's so cool. I wish I've we could do that. I've always wanted to be a chimney sweep, too. I've never wanted to it be a chimney sweep. It looks so fun. Sweep. The dancing part seemed fun. <laughs> the dirt, not so much. <laughs> the dirt part. I wanted to pop into a chalk painting. Oh, yes. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we're not going on a jolly holiday with Mary, but we are going to explore what it means to make an offering of ourselves to God as members of the body of Christ. Yes, because this Sunday's gospel mm-hmm. is going to talk about the buried treasure in the field. And we are not saying that we should bury anybody in a field. Nope. No. Or nope. bury your treasure in a field. No. I mean, I guess if you really want to do. Well, no. Still going <laughs> to not no. recommend it. No. No. There are, there are better ways to multiply that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, mm-hmm. Nicole, what does it mean to be a good steward? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. It's a very good question. So when I talk with my kids about it, we always talk about being a good steward means that you have kind of an attitude of service mm-hmm. about everything you do. Right. Right. So like like being a good steward of the earth 
Yes. What can I do to help take care of it? Right. You know, to be in service to it in some yeah. way. Yeah. You know, to, to care for it in a way that will keep it healthy. Sure. You know, like not littering, for example. Right. Making sure that we recycle. The candy wrappers do not need to go on the ground. Yes. You know, recycling. Um, we we were cloth diaper people. Okay, when yeah, we were not. <laughs> so you know, there's there's little ways that we do things right. where we just we just think of everything. Well, through. Not wasting food. Yeah, that's a big one for food, our family. Right. That, that's one of my pet peeves is the trying to avoid extra packaging on things. Yes. You know, so that's an example of being a good steward of the earth. But then right. there's also you know being a good steward with your time and with your yeah. resources. You know, making sure that whatever it is that we're using up or spending. Or yes. or putting in mm-hmm. is bringing value, right? That it's bearing fruit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, I think back to the early church, and I would say, like, with my children, I talk about how we are caretakers, right? That we're nurturing. What does it mean to nurture and to grow things? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, when you take a look at the early church, everyone gave what they had to the work and the livelihood of the community, and that still happens today in our parishes, or our parishes don't function; they fail to thrive. Yeah. Right. I work at a parish, which is the localized body of Christ in our community. And our parish does not function without the support uh, and contributions of the members of the church, not just financial, but that's important, too, because they pay the bills. But whether it's their time in volunteering, whether it's their talents in helping things run within the church and really through tithing to pay the bills and to help the less fortunate. Yeah, it's a it's a multifaceted approach to stewardship. It isn't just money because three of us no matter how much we're paid, cannot make the life of the church happen. It, it's dependent on all of us. Yeah, you can have all the money right? in the world, but that right. doesn't mean you have a church, right? No, no. We have to actually be working together in, in on the mission. Yeah. Um, but I think, too, like, this can be a dicey topic, especially, you know, with an economy where people are struggling a little bit, and I think we all feel stretched thin at times, not just mon- monetarily, but even with our time, you know, calling yeah. back to a previous episode that, like, everything is so scheduled and overprogrammed and giving at church can become just one more thing to add to our list. Yeah. Instead of it being just the way that we breathe. Like yeah. This is this is the culture of our family. And so I guess the question today is how do we shift our perspective to see that giving at church is just an extension of how we live as family. Yeah. Or in our community. Yeah. I think that's a great way to think about it. I think I think we we just come to church we come to our faith in the mindset that we want to give because we've said this so many times Mm -hmm. love is sacrifice and we're called into authentic relationship and that means that you give of yourself in some way right and so we you've probably all all our listeners probably heard that that adage that stewardship has to do with giving of your time your talent and your treasure right Um, and i think that's a great way to think about it especially with our littles but Mm -hmm. we're not saying that you have to check all these boxes no, off a no, list, no, no. right? Not We're saying all. that this is just like a frame of mind. It's yes. just it's just part of the way we, as a lens through which It becomes the fabric we, of, yes. not cotton, the fabric of our lives, but like the fabric of our family that is is an important part of what we do. We are not consumers of church. Yeah. We are members of a body. Yeah. So let's talk about this idea of giving of our time in a way that doesn't violate any boundaries. Right. <laughs> in a way that doesn't which make us can, feel overworked or right. resentful. Or, well, and I think too, like if everybody is giving a little bit, you know, many hands make light work that if everybody is giving a little bit, then it's less overwhelming to the people who are giving. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I think, um, I think, 
giving of your time, especially yes. if you're busy and you have, a, you know, you have little kids and your hands are full all the time, mm-hmm. could be something so simple, yeah. like staying an extra few minutes after mass to talk with someone who needs to talk, yeah. to offer comfort or a word of encouragement to someone you know, mm-hmm. to even just say hi and welcome right. someone who looks new, who right. you haven't seen before. You know, it can be those small pockets of time. It does not have to be a big, long, extensive eight-week commitment. No, to... and that's, that is the <laughs> other thing. You know, working at a parish, like there are multiple approaches to how you can share your time and your talent. It can be a one-time thing. It can be as simple as just holding the door open on Sunday morning. Yeah. For people who are coming and letting your beautiful children greet them because our older parishioners love to see them. Yeah, Absolutely. Even if, you know, their shoes don't match. They don't care. It's okay. Yeah. 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 Just just those little pieces, you know, uh, making sure that you clear off your table after coffee and donuts, that you take right. the extra minute to push in your chairs. You know, yeah. those those little moments are so important. Right. Or even if there's a chair wreck that you just help put your chair back or there your family's you chairs back. And that lightens the load for the rest of, of the church staff. Absolutely. And I think, too, our parishes, it's incumbent on us to be sure that there are multiple ways for people to engage, that it isn't this huge commitment. Like you're not signing your life away to be part of this committee that meets Mm -hmm. on the third Monday of every month from now until eternity. Thank you. So that's actually like my pro tip for any of you who work at parishes who are listening. When you ask for volunteers, try to make it a very short time commitment. Don't ever say, we need someone to do this forever. Forever. Right. (laughs) Right. Maybe it's just for six months. Maybe it's just for a month. Try it out. One Sunday a month with this one thing for 30 minutes. Right. Those little opportunities are so appealing to our families Mm -hmm. and they're so much more manageable for us. And it's so much easier to say yes to something that's finite. Yeah. Than something that just, again, adds to that mental load. Until I retire. Right. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Who's retiring? Until I die. Right. I'm like, I don't even understand that word right now. Well, let's but talk about giving yes. talent. Yes. So talent show. Yeah. No. No? I mean, talent show sounds fun. I okay. would definitely go to one. Right. I don't think I would be performing in okay. said talent show. Right. So we're not talking about the singers, the dancers, and the piano players. No. Also, we're not asking all of you to be Picasso here or like, right. you know, paint, you know, The Last Supper blindfolded. Like, n- none of that, right? Okay. Like, I think it just means that you are willing, again, to recognize the gifts you have. Yes. And be willing to share those in some way to serve the community. Right. And I think... Also, and this is something we've talked at our parish about, it's recognizing those gifts within our community. What are the professions that people are already in where it would just be a natural thing for them to offer their service? Yeah. Do we have financial planners? Do we have mechanics? Do we have a nurse? Do, right? Mm-hmm. So those things that you are already doing, yeah. could you possibly give just just a smidge yeah. of that to your fellow parishioners or to people in need Yeah. within the context of the parish? Again, not forever. Sure. But... Could you come take blood pressures after mass once every three months? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that is something that one of our nurses in our parish offers. And, and some of you might be thinking, like, I don't have any specific talent. Like, I don't I'm not in like a, a profession no. where I can support that or I don't do I you don't cook. Yeah, I don't have the do exa- you sew? thank you. Thank do you, you do so, laundry. So something like being able to help with a meal train. Yeah. Something like having a good eye to be able to help with like liturgical planning. You know, someone who who just is good with people and yeah. can hear and make connections with people to know to when someone needs extra to prayer. Somebody. Yeah, there's so many Right. ways to do this so your talent doesn't have to be specifically eight to help talent. make cards for father to take to the nursing thank homes, you yes right like it, it can be so very very simple yes but it all contributes 
to the function of the parish and to us sharing that mission of the love and joy and mercy of Christ to the community. Yes, amen, amen. And then finally, when we yeah. talk about giving of our treasure. Ah, uh, treasure. <laughs> She's going to sing. No, I'm not. But I'm thinking of Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Oh, my gosh. I loved that show. Yeah, our kids loved that, too. That was a great show. We're trying to get them back into it because it's more manageable than some of the tween types of shows that they want to watch. Understood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking all your treasure no we're not talking about like donating enough money to have the whole chapel named after you right although if you want to do that like knock yourself out yeah yeah but again like thinking back to the early church and this is kind of what informs my prayer is how was it that the church was set up to function and it was that those who could give would give so that the whole community could function Mm -hmm. right it wasn't necessarily the glitzy glamoury things is that even a word? Glamoury is not a word (laughs) I'm sorry glitzy and glamorous things there you go right so yeah it's cool if you have your name on a program or a building or right. a center or something but somebody has to pay to keep the lights on thank you a somebody has to pay for the internet to be up so the parish can have a website so you can find all the th- ways that you can volunteer thank you right? but in those little things and you know what jesus says this too when he's talking about we always read this on ash wednesday the things that you do in the secret your father rewards the mm-hmm. things that you get rewarded for here on earth not right. so much yeah and so those little things and as I was talking to Tim about this, he reminded me, he's like, you know, even in our just our collection envelopes, you have that envelope that yeah. is for the utilities because this is how the church pays to keep the lights on. Right. This is how we pay for our staff to be there. This is how we pay for Father's health insurance. Like, we take care of one another. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is the heart of stewardship. How are we caring for the people, not just in the bound, like our parish community, but in the boundaries of the whole community. Yeah. And so part of that treasure is, yes, to support the work of the church in terms of like the practical things, mm-hmm. but also then to support the work of the church in reaching out in the works of mercy. Thank you. Our, our mission is nothing if we if we can't pay for it, right? Right. <laughs> it takes money to, yeah. to be able to reach out, right? To be out We're in the We're not bartering these days. Yes. Which my students are fascinated by the yes. whole bartering thing. Yes. But yeah. And I know we probably have some families listening right now who are like, I just don't have no. that type of money available okay. to me, right? And, yeah. and, and I know my family had a very long... Right stint of time where we were living paycheck to paycheck yep. where where and we were benefiting from the gifts of the church yes. you know through through things like meal ministry and right. prayer and, and all those things so i know that some of you might be struggling right now and that's okay yeah. um know that we're, no one's standing <laughs> waiting for you to show up with a check right no. there's there's so many Not other only ways that, nobody is asking you to sacrifice your well-being thank you yes at all and and that and that, that that's the reason why we have yes. these three T's, right? That there are other ways that you can support your church and support yes. the mission of the church just through those other small right. gifts of time, small gifts of talent, and the gift of your prayer too. But then also take it to prayer if you do have excess yeah. income. Take that to prayer as God convicting you sure. to spend differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you need all the streaming services? Or could maybe $10 a month go to something at the parish? Mm -hmm. Could it go to help a ministry that is serving the poor? Yeah. Yeah, that little bit. Yeah. Like we appreciated. I don't know how long ago we cut out cable and we, for the most part, and this is big for us, cut out buying coffee out. Yeah. We always bring our own when we go places. And that's That's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, we did it because (laughs) we needed it for tuition but <laughs> yeah. but also then 
not just that, we're privileged to be able to pay tuition to send our children to a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Is there another person that we can help out in some way when we are, when we have the ability to do so? Yes. So absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's talk about how we do this with our kids. You know, like yeah. how because asking your kids to give of their time sometimes can be super fun for them. Right. Right. If there's like a a family oriented service activity of some kind, they're well, gonna love that, right? And those are yeah, all great. As I was saying, I feel like that's maybe the easiest one yeah. for the kids. I organize a lot of our um, Christian service or evangelical charity things with the school now. And so like my kids will come help me count the socks that we collected or they'll bag things up for me. Like that's just a natural thing that they like to do. Sure. But like in everyday life. Right. When we're not taking part in some like specific organized fair work of, you know, corporal or spiritual work of mercy, like as a church, um, how do we do this? And I think one of the really easy ways you can do this just in everyday life is to always thank them for taking the time to do something extra. Thank you for taking the time to push in your chair. Thank you for taking the time to put those away. So what you're saying is don't nag them when I have to remind (laughs) them for the 80th time, but instead the one time they do it. Yes, they need a little bit of affirmation. Like, I really appreciate that you took that extra minute to do that. Thank you for putting your socks in the laundry basket. Instead of leaving them two feet from the laundry basket. Where you can't see them. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one is to like praise them for the talents they have. Absolutely. Really point out those gifts that they've been given. If it's artwork, Mm -hmm. if it's, you know, building something with Lego, if it's, you know, making sandcastles, whatever it is. Those gifts are so helpful. And I think um, the more we can help our children acknowledge and appreciate the gifts and the talents that they've been given, the more likely they are to want to share them. Absolutely. Um, And it also helps us kind of nurture and ease our way into conversations about what God's call for their vocation is. Right. Which is, that could be a whole separate episode. We'll have to do that later. Yeah. You know, but the idea that like you were given these gifts, what is God asking you to do with them? Absolutely. That's going to be the next natural discussion. Yeah. But first, start by pointing them out. Maybe they don't even realize that that what well, they're doing maybe, is, is such you know a gift. What? And maybe the gift is just to bring somebody joy. Like it doesn't have yeah. to be this theological missionary thing Yeah, that is separate from just your daily life. Like your, your artwork just brings joy. Yes. The fact that you are laughing with your sister while you are playing a game brings joy. Yes. And so just the very being of you mm-hmm. can be a gift to someone. Like you're, just your presence. Yeah can be something that you share. And I'm sure we have lots of adults who are listening who can think back to a time when they had their parent or someone else yeah. point out, wow, you're really talented in this one area. Yeah. I mean, we so hope, many of we us. We hope that's the experience yeah, that you've so had. so many of us who yeah. are, you know, artists or creatives right. or things, we can remember the first time we had someone point that out to yeah. us. But there are so many other gifts out there. Um, well, and, and Maybe somebody's gifted with numbers. Yes, exactly. That's not me. And so. I would very much appreciate somebody who is gifted with numbers <laughs> right. to help in the budgeting and, you know, like all of those things. That, and, and that is, again, looking at the early church as our model, how our parishes can become that functional community mm-hmm. is recognizing the gifts that exist within our parishes. Yeah. And then how we can share those gifts with one another to build up the kingdom mm-hmm. and then to bring others into relationship. So what else with our littles, though? Definitely encouraging yeah. some almsgiving or tithing, even yes. when they're little. I mean, I remember being very small and mm-hmm. like never forgetting to bring a, 
a can of green beans yeah. or a box of macaroni and cheese to put in the basket before mass. You know, my kids always are always like, wanting, "Mom, you forgot." I'm like, "You didn't remind me either." <laughs> always wanting to put a dollar yes. in the basket as it gets passed yeah. around. You know, those those little gestures, even if it's just a tiny one, even if right. it's just a quarter, yeah. it means something for them to feel like they've been able to like contribute. The widow's might, right? God yes. will multiply what we, what we what we give Him. Yes, absolutely. With pure hearts. Yeah. Um, and I would say even like my children do not like this suggestion, but as they get a little older and maybe they're earning an allowance or they have a job, yeah. to encourage them to divvy up their income to be like fun money, saved money, and then something that you give. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And and so I have I have three kids who are all making money now. Oh, nice. I know. I have like a 15-year-old who's guys are rolling working a summer internship job. Nice. A 13-year-old who cuts grass yeah. in the neighborhood and actually makes a ridiculous amount of money cutting grass. Like I, <laughs> like the kid has more pocket money than so, I do. So I'll be asking him for right. a loan. Is that right? <laughs> for sure. For sure. And then the 11-year-old just starting cutting grass at my parents' house oh. every weekend. So he gets a little bit of money for cutting grass as well. Okay. And so we, d- we did have that conversation just recently. Like, yeah. okay. You know, I'm not I'm not even going to tell you what percentage this needs to be, but just saying, is there something that you're saving for? Right. And what's your plan to save for? And and how can I help you do that? But then also, like, how do you want to give back? Yeah. You know, and and again, it doesn't actually I don't even think we said this yet, but it doesn't always have to be to church directly. It could be to any charity or or good organization where they really want to touch on it super lightly. But right, like part of that tithing can be the work of the church through other organizations as well. Yes, exactly. So So my eleven year old my eleven year old during during Lent um, this year decided that he wanted to take some of his money and he wanted to buy all the supplies to make sandwiches for our homeless ministry. So we went to the store, we got bread, we got lunch meat, we got cheese, you know, and and he helped pay for the supplies. And then we all together as a family, that was our our project together was we made 75 sandwiches and took them over there for sandwich distribution, right? So there's just so many different ways that they can do that and let them choose how and even let them choose how much, you know. Because we don't want it to feel like it's forced. No. We want it to be an authentic gift. I mean, we can gift. certainly gently suggest. We can encourage. Encourage yes. that, you know. But we want it to be an authentic gift. Right. Yeah. One we that want they it choose. to come from a pure heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So I think that's our challenge this week. Yeah. Take some time with your family. Pray. Okay. Talk with your family about where God is calling you to be a steward. And you could do this individually if your kids are yeah. old enough that they have some money saved or whatever. But right. do it as a family too and say like, where where is God calling us? Where What are our gifts? Well, that would encourage what kind of time to, do we have? Right, I was gonna say, encourage you to discern all three. Yeah. Really, truly all three. Because I guarantee your parish needs you. Yeah. In whatever capacity you are able to give, your parish and your community need you. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who are in a financial situation where you're able, where you have, you know, spending money, your parish and your community needs you. I mean, that that really is that that's just the moral, right? We need each other. We yeah. need each other. There are people. You know, we just had this conversation in our in our classroom um, talking about Catholic social teaching and why the preferential option for the poor, yes. and talking about you know Saint Paul's exhortation about the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ, and those who are suffering the most need our most attention. Mm-hmm. You know, and Mother Teresa always used to say that what we have in excess, we're stealing from those who have nothing. And while that's extreme. That is something for us to, to sit and pray with. Like, yes. what do we have in excess yeah. that we do not need? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe I'm a broken record these last few weeks, <laughs> but I just, it's been on my heart that we're meant to be set apart and to be countercultural in our families. Yeah. And so maybe we don't need the next iPhone. Right. Maybe we don't need every gaming system. That one might be for my son. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, how are we called to be set apart and 
to spend in a way that demonstrates that we believe what Jesus has said. Yes, that outward behavior right. pointing to an inward disposition right. again. Right. So Do many we times. look like the world around us? Yeah. Or is there something different? And that does again doesn't mean we need to be destitute. It doesn't mean that we need to live in poverty. It doesn't mean that we can't have nice things. Mm-hmm. But how are we making the choices that we make? Yeah. And is stewardship even a conversation yeah. at all? Yeah, so if you've never had this conversation, now's a great time right. to sit down and do that. But definitely take it to prayer first. Yes. yes. And together as a family. As a family. Because yeah. we will find there are times when Tim and I are not on the same page. Sure. And so being able to talk through that, to be like, okay, what is God doing in your heart? What is God doing in my heart? And where's the common ground? Yeah, so grown-ups. Right. Come together as grown-ups first. Take yes. some time. But then yeah. invite your children to the conversation too. And you know what? They're so creative. They are. They That's are how so we creative. ended up buying stuff to make 75 right? sandwiches. That right. never like, would have been They'd be the like, what if we did this? And I was like, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah. That is a brilliant suggestion. Yeah. Let's do it. Thank you for listening to Beyond Sunday. We hope this week your families recognize the beautiful gifts which God has given each of you and that you are moved to share them generously, not just with the church family, but with the family of God around us. Find more episodes at 52sundays.com slash podcast or subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, you can reach us at beyondsunday at aod.org. We would love to hear from you. This episode of Beyond Sunday has been sponsored by the Pime Missionaries. The Pime Missionaries are Catholic priests and brothers changing lives and sharing the merciful joy of Christ with those who need it most through the Pime Sponsorships at a Distance program. Become a Pime sponsor today and bring lasting change to the life of a child, youth, person living with disabilities, or a seminarian. Learn about the impact that you can have at pimeusa.org 52sponsorships.